Hey guys, so what you are about to hear is a recording that I did and uploaded to my YouTube channel. Um, I do make some references to things I have on the screen at the time, so if you want to have a look at that, um, head over to the link in the show notes and have a watch of it there. Otherwise, it should be uh, fairly okay just to listen to uh, just as normal. Okay, so we're going to start trying to do some episodes at the end of the day when we have big days like we did today, just because it will be a little bit more difficult to cover everything uh, in the morning in a couple of minutes. So we did have a a very busy day in terms of news and in terms of uh, price movements. We just click over here, this is from Bloomberg, and see that the S&P uh, ASX 200 was down 7.36% and the uh, All Ordinaries was down 7.23%. So again, these are on the order of record-breaking days, things that we haven't seen since the GFC. We can see that this in the last month, so basically since th this uh, coronavirus started to break out, we're down 25% which drove headlines overnight and then through the morning as well. Effectively, we are now officially in a bear market, which is something we narrowly avoided at the end of 2018 when we had that sell-off into Christmas. I think some indexes just barely touched a bear market, uh, like the, the barrier for a bear market. The other markets uh, were were or other indexes sorry were able to just avoid it but then obviously that was on christmas eve and then post christmas everything rallied through the year so we can see that we're we are down 25 percent if we have a look at other stock markets around the world also very badly down um, if we have a look at the futures for tomorrow morning we can see that the Dow Jones is down significantly, the Dow Jones Mini there. That looks like it has limited down. I don't have the exact number for that. Um, we can see also the S&P 500 Mini is down significantly as well. So what drove this? Uh, basically overnight, the World Health Organization announced or declared that the coronavirus is now a pandemic. Uh, or a global pandemic, which is that sort of designation given to uh, viruses or diseases like this, which have posed a major global health risk. So coming into the morning, we knew that, or sorry, overnight, the uh, British government did uh, release a budget, which I spoke about this on this morning's episode, and the Bank of England also cut rates by half a percent at their uh, meeting. Um, so we knew that this, today we were expecting some sort of uh, fiscal response from the Australian government, which we did get fairly early on in the morning. I've just got it up here um, on the Treasury website. This is just at treasury.gov.au slash coronavirus. You can see that the government's response has four main parts to it. Um, first is delivering support for business investments. Second is cash flow assistance for employers. Um, they're also providing stimulus payments to households to support growth. 
and assistance for severely affected regions. So that assistance for severely affected regions is mostly going to kick in once the virus has sort of started to recede and we are in the recovery phase. So in terms of cash flow assistance for businesses, there's two main parts here. First is that they are the government is going to help to cover the costs of employee wages and salaries equal to 50% of PAYG withheld for businesses that have to withhold tax and that's a minimum of $2,000 and a maximum of $25,000. So effectively what that is looking at is looking at the, the tax that is generally withheld for uh, on, on payrolls effectively um, and they're going to give that cash back to the business to allow them to have that cash flow to pay suppliers to buy, uh, to continue buying the supplies they need to run their business. Um, and that is supposed to uh, sort of help out 690,000 businesses, which employ 7.8 million people. So that's going to be uh, a good thing for for small businesses that would otherwise have had to lay off staff. Uh, they've also decided to support apprentices and trainees uh, by offering a wage subsidy of 50% to the apprentices or trainees wage for nine months. So effectively what they're going to be doing, um, up to a maximum of $21,000, they're going to give the employee or the employer uh, half of the trainee's wages to keep them employed, to keep them going through that uh, training process so that when we get out the other side of this, we don't have a whole bunch of unemployed, uh, unemployed apprentices who will have to go and find employment again and possibly restart their whole training process again. Okay, so moving on. So we've got the delivering support for business investment. Also looking at enhancing the instant asset write-off. This worked quite well uh, last year when they introduced it in the budget. So they're lifting the threshold now from $30,000, which it was last year, up to $150,000. And they're allowing businesses who have an aggregated annual turnover of up to $500 million um, until the 30th of June. So that is basically encouraging businesses to go out and buy assets right now. They can write that off completely on their tax and pay less tax on that. Also on uh, sort of deductions, they are allowing 50% of the cost of uh, any other assets to be written off at installation um, and that is available to businesses uh, with aggregated annual turnover below $500 million. So this really is focused mostly at small and medium businesses. Obviously $500 million is a, a large turnover so there are a lot of bigger companies which are going to be able to take advantage of this but it really is focused at keeping those small to medium businesses uh, in business through this uh, difficult time. So then the stimulus payments to households. Um, this is operating through the current uh, welfare support system so for people who get new start or study or any of those sorts of uh, payments from Centrelink 
um, and also concession card holders and pensioners, veteran support income recipients, all those sorts of people are going to get a one-off payment of $750 with the hope that it they will go into the economy and start spending. This is obviously reminiscent of the handout that Kevin Rudd's government did during the GFC to get consumers out and spending. So after we had that, that happened about 11 o'clock this morning, um, and then at 12 o'clock, he had uh, Donald Trump come out and make a an address to the nation from the Oval Office. It's only the second time he has done this uh, during his presidency. So he made this address from the Oval Office, um, and the big uh, part of that was that he announced that he will be blocking all visitors from continental Europe to the United States from Friday night. Uh, now, the they are still going to allow American citizens to return. I do believe that there are going to be some uh, quarantine and... Uh, isolation requirements for people returning for americans returning from europe and interestingly uh, the united kingdom isn't in included in this travel ban so far so you can go and have a read of the, the different articles that have been written about it um, and have a watch of the speech it was a little bit controversial in that he somewhat blamed europe for the spread of the coronavirus in the US. Now, this uh, article in the New York Times also hits on a few other things that happened. The NCAA, which is the uh, College Sports Association, um, is has banned crowds from the March Madness basketball tournament, um, and the NBA has suspended its season altogether. There have also been uh, reports of different universities actually uh, moving to online teaching only. Um, Harvard University was embroiled in a little bit of a scandal where they were they told students who were enrolled and staying there that they had five days to move out. Um, they did later roll that back. Um, and then on the uh, local share market, we had that uh, set off today of really historic proportions. I think it will rank in one of the top four or five worst days uh, on the ASX uh, ever in percentage terms and certainly in point terms it will be right up there. I don't think it was quite as bad as Monday but it is right up there. Um, so we'll have to watch what happens in the US and Europe tonight um, and I'll cover that in the episode in the morning. So I'll see you then. Hey guys, thank you for listening to that episode of Australian Market Briefing. Just thought I'd let you know about the other podcast I do, which is called Business As Usual. I do it with my friend Matt Brewis from the Millennial Investor YouTube channel. And we get together every week and have a discussion about what is going on in the markets in a bit of a longer form than I do on this podcast. And we also have some discussions about how we like to act on the information and news that happens. So be sure to check us out. You'll find it on any podcasting platform. Just search for business as usual. Our thumbnail is a little blue square. 
and it has a city silhouette in the background. Thank you 